to my 90s playlist. This is a podcast about the hits of the 90s. Yes, and we're looking at what made our favorite songs so popular back then and why we still love them now. I'm Tracy, a.k.a. Brokey McPoverty, a.k.a. Young Whomever, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Trey Day. Yes, and I am Makoto, a.k.a. Cocaine, a.k.a. DJ Kodak, a.k.a. Young Pound Loaf. Do it! Do it, Young Pound Loaf. I'm here for it. <laughs> I have been listening to a lot of 90s music this year because I, I need something to celebrate. You know, Tracy, me too. It's been a real comfort to mm-hmm. just sort of escape into all the music that I love so much. And so much of the music that I love is from the 90s. Hard agree. Hard agree. So in this show, we're going to spend some time celebrating our favorite 90s songs. We're going to go back in time and relive our uncomfortable but hopefully fun teenage years. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And we're going to share all of that love and joy and nostalgia with you. And we can't wait. Okay, so no 90s mixtape would be complete without TLC. Nope. So for our first episode, we had to pick No Scrubs. Tracy. Yes. Why are we talking about 90s music in 2020? I was going to ask you the same question. I got some answers. One is that I think that so much of 90s music directly impacts what's happening in the pop culture landscape today. So many young recording artists um, are so deeply influenced by everything that happened in the 90s. They're pulling a lot of their inspiration from the stuff that we grew up on, which Mm -hmm. is, one, inspiring, but also it deserves revisiting. Mm -hmm. It's also fun to think about how nostalgia shapes us and like what it means to us, what brings us joy and why it brings us joy, what brings Mm. us pleasure. Mm -hmm. So kind of like today's music rings certain bells because of those influences? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Also for me, nostalgia, I think is a comfort. It's a self-care because like sometimes I will put on Lauryn Hill's Miseducation and literally just transport myself back to 99, 2000. Mm -hmm. I want to go back to where all I had to do was sit in a tub of bubble bath listening to D'Angelo's voodoo and crying. Over feelings that I have never experienced and cannot name. Yo, I just know that I feel some feels. Why do we do that? Because they do it on TV. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, well, here's how to solve all my problems. Yes, that is the kind of pull that nostalgia has on us. And I think mm. it's worthy of revisiting. And I also think it's fun to like, take a look back at a song like No Scrubs and see like if there's any difference between like how we understand that music now compared to what we did back then. Do Scrubs still exist? Uh, hell yeah. I knew the answer. Hell yeah. I knew it. I can can pull up 10 10 from you. (laughs) (laughs) I can pull up 10 dudes right now. My least favorite friend, ex-boyfriends. All Mm, of them. All of them. All of them. All of my exes. That's true. (laughs) The more things change, the more they stay the same. Amen. I cannot and do not want to wait any longer, so let's get into No Scrubs by TLC. Let's do it. Come on. That song uh, way uh, just kicks uh, off. They waste no time. Busta. They don't. this debate about what a scrub is but like you know what a scrub is Chili t- she opens the song with a definition clearly but literally in the first <laughs> literally. scrub is Webster's defines a scrub as <laughs> this song sounds like Jansport backpacks mm. it sounds like 
bangs with the swoop. Like Stop the right swoop. there. What color was your backpack? Blue. Navy blue. Interesting. Yeah, it was not a very adventurous Did you draw on it at all? No. No? Okay. No. But that's mm-hmm. classic. It is. I it's classic. You know who I love? Who you love? Candy Bird. You Shout know why? Wrote the hell out of this song and every other one of your favorite songs. That's right. That's right. Then she made a thousand businesses. That's Woman true. Gonna keep she's a real. Money. She's a real Renaissance woman. Shout out to Candy. Y'all can't see a Kodo's hand movements, but it's very. It was what Left Eye was doing in the video. Like, precisely. Yeah. You she had was the like, arm choreo down. Right. <laughs> she was like, I'm using all these big words. I'm going to enunciate each of these syllables, and you're going to see me. Karate arms. We're just going to do karate arms. Exactly. <laughs> in case you're listening to a 90s music podcast and you do not know who TLC is, that's okay. We accept you and all your faults. Um, but if this is you, TLC, of course, is a hit hit 90s R&B group three women there is Tion T-Boz Watkins deep voice Rosanda Chili Thomas sweet voice and rapper Lisa Left Eye Lopez R.I.P. the rapper R.I.P. the group if you also do not know this formed in 1990 when I was 12 years old maybe Mm -hmm. Um, and by 1994 they were super famous and all over the place with hits like Creep which may be one of my number one favorite songs by TLC wait Mm -hmm. that is literally one of my favorite songs of the 90s that's crazy how do we not know this I don't know The silk pajamas in that video? Come on, man. Listen. Come on. Can't get I still want some of those pajamas. Real quick. Yes. One thing. I just want everybody to do this at home. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to try to sing as low as T-Boss sings on that song. <laughs> everybody just try it at home and just report back. Because every time I do it, I feel like a bozo. So you know you got to do it now. We both have to do it. <clears throat> okay, go. <laughs> the 22nd of loneliness. Her voice is so deep. It's just crazy. And we... Don't talk. Okay. Wait, sorry. wait. <clears throat> Can I do it? Okay, you try it real quick. <laughs> the 23rd of loneliness. I'm telling you. Have we been it's so, so deep? It's, that's difficult. Okay. Yeah. Creep and also Waterfalls, which I know that everybody knows. They returned in April of 1999 with the hit that we now know as No Scrubs. Or, in French, Non Scrubs. Thank you. In Spanish. Also, No Scrubs, because No is the same in Spanish. (laughs) Okoto, when you think about No Scrubs, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? TRO. MTV TRO. Any big song that came out in the 90s, I probably watched the premiere video. In my living room in North Brunswick, New Jersey. At, Shout out it? to Jersey. Shout out to Jersey. Like at 4 p.m. or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think about 
the buildup around music at that time and how exciting things were because like videos would premiere and artists would stop by that and was like a thing. you know singles would drop and like so much of what happened behind the scenes was like we were blind to and then like yeah. stuff just came to us like fully packaged and and so I remember like the excitement and anticipation mm-hmm. particularly around this album and TLC had previously recorded Pretty Sexy Cool in mm-hmm. 94, I think. Arguably the biggest, one of the biggest records of the decade. Has to be. Huge. Mm-hmm. It was everywhere for the longest time. Right. Produced Waterfalls, which is probably another American anthem. Also everywhere. Red Light Special. <laughs> Creep, a song that I personally love. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, you nasty. You like my last one? I look, Red Light Special, I feel, okay, 99, 2000, I was about 17, 18-ish. Right, no, but Red Light Special came out in 94. So I was extra too young. I just right. knew that this was about something grown. Yeah, me too. That's all. Me too. And so TLC had gone through some things mm-hmm. between Crazy Sexy Cool and They went through Famine. a lot. They went through a lot. Mm-hmm. After Crazy Sexy Cool, TLC went bankrupt, left eye, Burned her man's house down. Girl, turn on Channel 3. Right. Lisa done burned the house down. (laughs) (laughs) So much had happened, but it was also like they were crazy famous. So people were just sort of waiting to see what their next move would be. And they dropped the single and it's like instant hit. It blew up. Instant hit. Mm -hmm. The first thing I think about is the mall. So this is when I was about 17, maybe 16 what mall, Tracy? Where were you? Um, I was living in Louisville, Kentucky, which is where I'm from. Ow. Ow. Shout out to Louisville. And I could not drive. I didn't have a car. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a license because mm-hmm. of my anxiety. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not getting on the highway. Are y'all kidding me? With these big missiles with just gas in the tank waiting to blow up. So That's a joke. Listen, it's a scam. Mm-hmm. Me and my friend Dallas would get on the 23 bus in Louisville mm-hmm. and go straight down Broadway, go to Bashford Manor Mall, mm-hmm. and just walk around. And you know who was in the mall? Scrubs. Mm. And as soon as I heard that, I was Ooh. like, I got it. Right. This is the word we've been looking for. Damn. Nothing but scrubs <laughs> in the mall. Yet and still, I'm at the mall like every Saturday because there's to nothing be. else to do. Had to be. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. Okay. So imagine that this song is a person. The song walks in this door right mm-hmm. behind you. What is the song wearing? Oh. Not like the outfits from the video, but like the song is just like a person from this era. What oh. is the song wearing? Is that a weird question? Tracy. Too that much. That is a good ass Too question. Deep. The song is wearing an oversized hoodie. Okay. I'm from Jersey, y'all. So like this is what I see. <laughs> oversized hoodie, baggy blue jeans. And some Tims that are way smaller than the actual jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so the jeans just like swallow up the entire boot. Right. Big hoop earrings, maybe? Sure. Okay. I don't know what it was wearing in Louisville back then. I can say that this song has a fresh perm, fresh roll around. 1,000%. With the little swoop, the Aaliyah swoop in the 1, front. 1,000%. Absolutely. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe I'm thinking about Aaliyah. Maybe. That would make sense. Yes. I think I'm thinking about Aaliyah when I like see a, no, Like no the scrubs. mix of like masculine with the big yes. baggy clothes, but then the feminine yes. with like the, okay. Yes, okay. that's who I see. Okay. <clears throat> Akoto. Yes. Have you ever wondered how the song No Scrubs came to be? I have. Can I tell you? Can I share? (laughs) Please. Okay. I'm always interested in how these songs that end up just everywhere, everywhere for like years, like they all started as an idea in somebody's brain. Right. And I'm always so curious about like, how does it leave your brain and then become 
all over the world. Iconic. Here's how No Scrubs did it, right? I'm so, ready. The year is 1998. Mm-hmm. Candy Burris. Mm. She's on hiatus from Escape. Mm-hmm. Um, who I love. And she's in a car. She's mm-hmm. driving around Atlanta with a mm-hmm. girlfriend of hers. Mm-hmm. And she was doing this because she has said in the past that this is how she gets her idea. She gets her best inspiration by just driving around Atlanta, mm. looking around, thinking, listening to tracks that mm-hmm. she wants to write to, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So on this particular day, she's in the car mm-hmm. with a friend of hers. Mm-hmm. And she is listening to some tracks that she had gotten from Kevin Shakespeare Briggs. Does mm. that name ring a bell for you? It does, actually. Does it? Yes. Big-time writer, big-time producer, has worked with the likes of Beyonce. Don't know if you've heard of her. Come on now. Pink, Kelly Rowland, the one and only Whitney Houston, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So she's got these tracks from this amazing songwriter and producer in the car. Her and her friend are just riding around listening. At this time, the music is just beats, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like humming along, thinking. And she and her friend were basically talking about all of these trash dudes in their lives. And so she remembered that she had scribbled in a notebook the phrase, no scrubs. Mm. And a scrub at the time in Atlanta was basically an ancient dude, right? And she knew that she had something there. So it becomes an idea in mm-hmm. Candy's brain. Mm-hmm. And then, like all ideas in Candy's brain, it becomes something amazing. Something worth a gazillion dollars. She's, Listen, she's literally. She's incredible. She's I pretty wish, incredible. I wish my ideas did that. I'm so curious. Like, what What was Candy seeing in the streets that made her think of scrubs? Probably saw some dude trying to holler at a girl. Mm. Backseat. Best friend's ride. Mm-hmm. I'm just right. guessing here. I'm just guessing. Candy told us. <laughs> she did. I mean, she basically just saw dudes. That ain't shit everywhere. And she was like, you know what? I feel like the Lord is directing me to put this into a song. Mm. And so she did. Mm -hmm. And speaking of dudes, this song ended up exposing, I think, just how fragile masculinity is. There are some really, really, I think, hilarious and incredible quotes from Chili around this time and from DJ Face, who has an amazing DJ name. Actual name is Sean Armstrong. Okay. And he was DJ on the radio station Magic 102.3. Mm-hmm. He remembered hearing the song for the first time at a Baltimore record store, right? Mm-hmm. And he was spitting it in D.C. And this is a quote from him. He says, quote, guys started checking themselves like, am I a scrub? You really had to think. I don't really lean out the window, you know, hollering at women. I got my own car. I got a job. I'm not a scrub. Like, you had to take yourself off the list. Interesting. Mm. I mean, if you have to think about it, you on the list, bro. It's weird. Yeah. You're and I'm sure DJ Face was gainfully employed. <laughs> well, he was working at So window. he must have been scrubbing in a whole lot of other ways. <laughs> right. Can you imagine if every time a man made a song about a not great woman... We flip out and I'm like, is he talking about me? Am I a broke down, ain't shit, whatever, whatever? Uh, let me make sure. Let me go confirm with my friend. No. Never happened. Ever. Like, damn, that's the breaks, dude. Sorry. No, no. Sorry your girl treated you like shit. <laughs> Possibly pick better people to spend your time with, That's sir. all I'm saying. You know. Right. So, Chili is quoted as saying, a lot of guys would hate on no scrubs just because of what it was saying. I could be walking in the mall and hear, Chili, I ain't a scrub. I ain't no scrub. <laughs> Girls telling me, I don't want no scrub either. (laughs) It was like the girlfriend song, for real. Guys were truly adamant about not being a scrub. I think deep down, they really liked it and jammed to it in secret. I believe it. 
I believe that too. It's so funny because like hip hop is littered with examples of like men calling women hoes and bitches. Yeah. Just like to your point, imagine just rolling up to like Snoop in the mall. <laughs> like y'all Snoop, I ain't, I ain't no, no hoe. I ain't no bitch. That's not me. That's not you know what I'm saying? Like right. that's wild. That's wild. I also think that it's very indicative of the fact that we are so used to that. And maybe maybe this yeah. was like one of the biggest songs that was like trashing dudes. And so maybe they was like, whoa, what is this? This feels like an assault on me and my gender. Meanwhile, we just like, oh, yeah. Right. This I happens mean, to us all the time. It's, it's a scrub whatever. in every city. In my sister's America. Yeah, it's interesting that it caused so much anxiety. I mean, there's not much room for ambiguity here. Like, the song tells us. Right. What constitutes scrubbage? <laughs> <laughs> it does very clearly. <laughs> Sir, are you currently in the passenger side of your best friend's ride? Right. Are you hanging out of the window talking to a young woman who does not want to talk to you? Right. If so, you might be a scrub. Yeah. And tells you. Stop doing that. <laughs> Quit. Stop it. It's not Maybe good. stop. It's Try not to good. help you out. Right. It's interesting that you mentioned all this fragile masculinity stuff around you no know, scrubs because mm-hmm. there was a pretty popular response song. Oh, I know. I remember. In May of 1999, <laughs> a New York-based group called Sporty Thieves <laughs> released a harsh rebuttal called No Pigeons. I do remember this. And, you know, I grew up in New York, New Jersey. Hot 97 was my radio station. And I knew it was like a pretty big song there. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that it was like big everywhere. And yeah. it actually peaked at number 12 on the Billboard charts, which I no. did not know. Which is crazy, right? Because no like, No way. Scrubs number one and No Pigeons is number 12. That is an unjust fucking world. It is. No Pigeons should be like... enough people who agreed with these dudes to be like, yeah. It should not be a stone's throw away from No Scrubs. But also, one, who asked for this? Men. You're right. Actually, I have an answer to my question. (laughs) Funkmaster Flex asked for this. What? (laughs) Yes. You mean like literally? Yes. Like Funkmaster Flex drops bombs, Funkmaster Flex, that dude. So here's how it all had happened. Oh my gosh, I'm mad Here's how we got No Pigeons. Arguably the meanest song <laughs> to ever chart at number 12. <laughs> to ever chart at number 12 in the history of all time. So back in the day, like people used to rip beats and like do covers of them all the time, right? Right, right. And so Funkmaster Flex knew this DJ who had a, a local rapper from like Yonkers, New York, do a cover of No Scrubs. Mm-hmm. And Funkmaster Flex knew the Sporty Thieves. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this is hot, but you should really get Sporty Thieves on this song because they basically had a history of like doing this sort of, like, anti-woman, I'm too cheap sort of thing. (laughs) Their first song is called Cheapskate, and it's pretty bad. Yeah. So... Like, like you got a dollar to give me anyway. You ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing. I have a job, sir. Right, exactly. So, Funkmaster Flex was like, oh, this is their lane. Like, if they could pull this off, this would be pretty cool. So, he basically arranged it. (laughs) He arranged it so that, like, he added Sporty Thieves to this no-name rapper's song. And so... Number 12 on the Billboard chart. I still can't believe that. You know who else couldn't believe it? No. Fuck Master Flex. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, dog, this is just supposed to be a promo that he could what? play before he dropped a bomb, releasing a whole nother, like song. What? And it turned into a big hit. We owe Funk Master Flex for bringing us No Pigeons, which is crazy. How dare he? I know. I really just figured it was a bunch of dudes at home and they like mama's basement like, hey man. Yeah, I heard his No Scrub song. No, Funkmaster Flex sort of orchestrated the whole thing. Wow. I mean, it got to a point where the radio was playing 
no scrubs, and then they play no pigeons back uh-huh. to back. Yes. Um, also in Louisville, and like I feel like that's how you know that a song is like big if it mm-hmm. was on the radio in Louisville because at the time. I think Louisville had, and probably still does, only had, like, two black radio stations. Oh. But the DJ would play a version where, like, he spliced up the two songs. So it would be, like, a verse from No Scrubs, and then, like, the chorus from No Pigeons, and then it would go, like, back and forth. Kind of dramatic. Yeah. like, theatrical. Yeah. I will say, for all of No Pigeons' faults, Mm -hmm. the actual battle, like, in the art of, like, freestyling, Sporty Thieves has a really mean line. That mm-hmm. I think is like one of the meanest things anybody's ever said on a track. Oh my gosh, what is it? Your pussy ain't worth the Ramada. First of all, Ooh. Ramada's at home like, damn, what we do? Right. Ramada's <laughs> like, I do not wish to take part in this narrative. Right, right. Um, I think that's real cold. And I'm just it like, is. man, if Chili was going up against Kirk from Sporty Thieves and they was like in a battle, yeah. uh, she would lose. <laughs> and Chili's... <laughs> she Chili's line is like, you got a shorty and you don't, you don't show no love. And, and the dude's like... Well, your pussy's not worth the Ramada. And then everybody Ooh, goes home, right? It's just oh. like that. And this song actually, like, created the term pigeons. And interestingly enough... Really? The song's supposed to be called No Vultures. Oh. But Funkmaster Flex thought that was too harsh. Wow, Flex. <laughs> I would like to pause for a second. Talk to him, Reverend Tracy. Producers, don't let me go too long because I will talk about this <laughs> for the rest of the night <laughs> until the janitors come in and make me leave. <laughs> I take offense to the song, to the men... To all men, <laughs> to the whole premise of this response. But I take particular and specified offense to the use of the pigeon of all the birds <laughs> to embody all of these so called negative characteristics. Come on, Reverend. Of the women that these men are talking about. Here's what y'all don't know about pigeons, okay? Mm, okay. Number one, producers definitely cut her off after like. <laughs> you might need to. Number one, if a pigeon was white, you know what it'd be called? <laughs> Take a guess. Anybody? I'm not gonna guess. A dove, a kodo. <laughs> a white pigeon is a dove, and a dove is a white pigeon. Ergo, the only thing mm. that makes a pigeon negative in the eyes of the people. It's color. Ooh. It's racism. Oh, so it's racial. are sexist and racist. Absolutely. Absolutely. They wow. Are. Secondly, go to your computers, your devices, do a Google on pigeons in World War II or World War I. <laughs> Homing pigeons have saved lives. Wow. Okay. Okay. Do you know what bird probably hasn't saved a life? What? Probably like a turkey or something. That's I don't true. know. That's true. Why they ain't call them turkeys? Not right. that they should be calling us anything. Right. I'm just saying. You know, I not don't the ha- pigeon. I'm not going to argue with you here. I think that they should get themselves a lawyer and sue for defamations. Defamations. Um, several def- defamations. Defamations. Reparations. <laughs> all of it. Uh, <laughs> we want it now. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, no pigeons is trash. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm so mad that you made money off of it. It's yeah. like, I'm joking, because you know who else made money off of it? Candy Bird. Hey! TLC. Look at that. All of them. They, so, thought, um, they right. thought they was getting over. So actually, thank you for being a terrible person. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. 
Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. How about we fight a little bit? Sure. It's been too many lollipops and rainbows. Yeah. So I'm ready for a little uh, discord. Oh, discord. Good mm-hmm. word. Good mm-hmm. word. Well, let's have some discord in the form of a quiz. Okay, I'm ready. Let's this do it. This is kind of our wild card segment. Mm-hmm. You know, just going to throw something in there and see mm-hmm. what happens. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Okay. Um, If I lose this game, then it does not work. <laughs> and we will not be doing it again. In the studio <laughs> with us is our quiz master, Eric. Hello. Hi, quiz master, Eric. Hey. Hi. I just listened to you all talk about pigeons for a while, and now I'm ready to give you questions. Yay. <laughs> Wait, do you do you respect pigeons more now? Like the animal? Now that I'm in the same room with you. Yeah. There All right. Go. Good answer. Good answer. Let's good go. answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> We're not playing Family Feud. This is a straight up quiz. Oh. All right. So <laughs> this quiz is called uh Cover All of It. A quiz about covers of No Scrubs. Oh okay. no. by Eric, the quiz master. Okay. okay. That's the full title. It's kind of long. Okay. It's a little long. I have five questions here. They are multiple choice. Uh, I think we're gonna keep a running tally of who wins the quizzes or what games we end up doing throughout the entire podcast. So okay. I feel like for each quiz, the other wins is like whoever wins the most then is owed that number of drinks. Oh. How about that? Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. Wait, hold up. So Cumulative points across the season? Yeah, so like if okay. you win five quizzes and Tracy wins zero, you uh, <laughs> Tracy will owe you five. And then it, if it happens the other way, and then we'll figure out the, the math. I have to redeem my five drinks over the course of an entire I, year. I understand. But it's fine. Okoto smells alcohol. She has to take a nap. Yeah. It's cute, so. though. But it's cute. Yeah. Just sleeping, so. just sleeping at banquets. <laughs> just all <laughs> cuddled up in the corner. Okay. Let me win these drinks. Let's Wonderful. Go. All right. So these are all about covers of No Scrubs. Yep. Okay. No Scrubs, along with being one of the most popular songs of all time, and as you said, an American anthem. People love to sing it and then record it and just say that's a thing that they can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the first uh, question has to do with No Pigeons by Sporty Thieves. Okay. Uh, first, I just wanted to share with you the names of all the rappers of Sporty Thieves. Oh, my they, God. I'm nervous. I'm uh, going to lose. There's King Kirk, a.k.a. Thieven Steelberg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big Doobs, a.k.a. Safecracker. Mm-hmm. And Marlon Bryant Brando, a.k.a. Robin Hood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just so you know who you're working with. Okay, great. So the first official cover, as we talked about, was No Pigeons, but they covered... A, another song by Destiny's Child. Now, which song... Sporty Thieves did? Sporty Thieves did this to a Destiny's Child song as well. Okay. Is this A, Bootylicious, B, Say My Name, C, Bills, 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 or D, Survivor? Ding, 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 ding. I think I know it. Wait, hold on. How do what? the rules work? The first person to say ding, ding, ding? Great question. How do the rules... <laughs> How does game work? <laughs> All right. Whoever gets the answer first gets two points. Okay. And whoever gets the answer second, if you both get it right, will okay. get one point. Okay. One, two, three. I'm saying. Hey. 
That's what I was gonna say. You wasted all your time in them ding ding dings. You know I, what I'm saying? You, you shouldn't right. have done that. You're all right. Okoda said you're I can't the believe that this just happened to me in my own house. Just snatched it from right under okay. you. Okay. Tracy, what is your answer? Bills, bills, bills. It's also bills, bills. Oh, that's right. Okoda, you get two points. Tracy, you get one point. Good job, girl. You was, you was dinging I'm too happy. hard. Okay. I'm happy for you. Okay, now, you. we are gonna, I'm gonna have to call on someone. Okay. And that's what's gonna happen. But I do okay. have some information about it. This was also a bills, bills, bills rebuttal called Can't Pay Your bills where they demand i need a lady working nine to five to help her man out what? you know what how does that make you look good <laughs> sir get down to the unemployment line and it, find a job what destiny shot was talking about there was you running up their own bills and right. not paying them back you talking about the my bills phone. right the other interesting thing is that this was also written by the same people who wrote no scrubs so they also got paid for this cover wow wow, wow. okay, okay. Uh, second question, Okoda is ahead because she's a go-getter. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. That's my guy. You know what? I'm just the quiz master. I don't, uh, I don't make judgments. That's my guy. In the tradition of mediocre men subliminally ripping off the work of women, which pop star had to credit the songwriters of No Scrubs because his song was way too close to theirs? Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Did I have to wait for the answers? Yes, you have to wait for the I'm answers. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too competitive. Okay. Okay. Is it Nick Jonas? Ed Sheeran, Justin Timberlake, or Harry Styles? Ding, 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 Ed Sheeran. All right. Tracy, you say Ed Sheeran. Nakoto. I say Ed Sheeran. All right. You both got it right. (laughs) But I get the two points, right? Yeah. Both of you now have three points in total. Yes, it was uh, Ed Sheeran's Shape of You said a lot of resemblance to the song. The, like, rhythm of the pre-chorus was the same as... Da, na, 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 mm-hmm. na, 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 and it's actually sounding really close. The thing is, he didn't credit it from the jump. Uh-huh. Right. He was people. The Twitter mob pull, got him. Yeah, they got him, and he's like, "Oh, I don't want to get sued." And then they added them retroactively, and then she got they got paid. All right. Question All right. three. Uh-oh. Tie game. No pressure. All right. We're talking about a totally different genre. It's not just people who are doing R and B. Which pop punk outfit of the '90s added no scrubs to their live show sets? Is it A. Blink One Eighty Two, B. Green Day. C, some 41, or D, good Charlotte? <gasps> Whoa. Oh. I've narrowed it down to two. Okay. Uh, ding, oh, ding, ding. This is wrong. I think I, think I have an answer. All right, Tracy, oh. what do you got? Uh, I'm not confident in my answer anymore. I'm going to say Blink 182. All right. Tracy says Blink 182. Okoda? I'm going to say good Charlotte. All right. It was Blink 182. Damn it! I was going to say Blink 182. <laughs> I'm going to say good Charlotte. <laughs> Damn it. I'm doing a bank advance right now. Y'all can't see it. Damn. But hopefully you can feel it. Blink-182? <laughs> yeah. Like... I mean, it's a very Blink-182 thing to do. During their live performance. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sit down. Oh, the way that you looked at me. I've never seen it before. During oh. their live performances, Blink-182 would put the No Scrubs chorus in the mi- in the bridge of their 1990 hit, Damn It. I'm so tight, yo. I was about to say mm. that, but then you said it. I was like, let me and try did. that. I did. You didn't sound short, so okay, go ahead. But you called me out on being too short with the ding, ding, ding. You so, right. you know. Right. Okay. Okay. This is question four. Tracy, you are up by two points. Let's go. Let's mm-hmm. go. That's not true. It's true. Oh, I didn't get it right, so I got no point. Right. Yeah. Damn. Zero points. Okay. So you got a chance. You still got a chance, though. Yeah. Okay. Do you? Right. Okay. Now you think that uh, "No Scrubs" is a popular song, and you can listen to it in the car, or maybe at a party, or in the club. But you might also hear it in a children's movie. 
What children's movie thought it was essential to have a cover of No Scrubs? Is it Happy Feet, Shrek the Third, Trolls, or Despicable Me 2? Oh okay. my gosh. So I don't have any kids. Same. Uh, I've only seen one of these movies. I have not seen any of them. Uh, please repeat the choices again, sir. Is it A, Happy Feet, Penguins, B, Shrek the Third, Ogres, C, Trolls, Trolls, mm-hmm. or D, Despicable Me 2, Minions? Okay. So. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I, you said they thought it was essential that was just me bagging on this children's oh, movie. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So, scrubs are despicable. True. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so, that is the only that is the only reasoning I can do here. Okay. Uh cuz I have not seen any of these films. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going with despicable me. Okay. Right. Okay. I feel like this would be in a kid's movie that also has jokes in it for adults, mm-hmm. which Shrek did yeah. have. And I did not see Despicable Me 2. I did see Despicable Me 1. I'm going <laughs> to say Shrek 3, final answer. All right. The answer is Happy Feet. No points. Yes! What? Tracy ain't getting no points. That's what's up. Um, first of all, rude. <laughs> Second of all, I love penguins. And I love that movie. Honestly, I don't understand why or where. I uh, feel like I should talk to the judges. Not that this is not <laughs> true. It just sounds fake. That's all. <laughs> Lizette Carter recorded a cover for it. But when I did research, people were asking all over uh, like message boards where the song was. And like no one could give a straight answer. Uh, so I don't even know where it is. But it is in the credits. Wow. Mm, okay. Interesting. Okay. Allegedly. I've, I I have failed. I have failed all the penguins in the world. You have. Dang. You should go home and cry about it. Wow! Ooh. <laughs> that was my competitive side. Sorry, y'all. Me. I love you. Don't touch me after that. All right. <laughs> all right, okay, last so question. last one. What's Do the I score? have a chance to steal? No. Can I win? No. I have to get it right first, and she can't get it, and she has to get it wrong. That's right. Okay, well, both those can't happen. Wait, I just tipped you on how to win. That's Thank you, girl. God damn it! <laughs> Rats! <laughs> Rats! Oh. Okay. So right. the score is five to three, Tracy. Mm. Final question, I would say, is uh, the hardest question. Wonderful. We, we are parsing various parts of culture because No Scrubs was such a mega hit. It is not only restricted to children's movies and music, it was everywhere. So where did the song not get covered? Jesus in heaven. It was not a lip sync for your life on RuPaul's Drag Race. It was not on the HBO show about mobsters, The Sopranos. It was not a part of a line of hip-hop and R&B singing frog toys called Frogs, F-R-O-G-Z, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Or, D, all of these things happened. Oh, no. Ding, ding, ding. Yo, you're really trying to play us. I am going to go in my gut Mm -hmm. because this is a terrible world that we live in ultimately. And I feel like all of them had to have happened. All right. Because how how could, I feel like you're such a good and pure person. How could you make up so many terrible scenarios? You You don't know me. Can you repeat option B, please? Option B, it was not on the HBO show about mobsters, The Sopranos. So it was not on RuPaul. 
It was not on The Sopranos, and it oh. was not turned into a line of R&B hip-hop singing twice. Can I you change know, my answer? Sure. Not too late. You gonna let her change her answer, bro? Yeah, my answer is RuPaul. My it did, that did not happen. It did not happen. Okay. I'm going to say it wasn't on The Sopranos. All right. Oh, my God. I'm so scared. Is that both of your final answer? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry to say that the world we live in is terrible and all of these things happen. <gasps> wow. No! Zero to my points. insecurities again. Recently, it was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh. Tony Soprano's daughter, uh, Meadow, sang this in the kitchen with her friends. And, oh. And unfortunately, unfortunately, these frogs are real. Oh, oh, no. So you can see it on YouTube. There are a lot of people. They mm. show off their frogs their frogs together. And there's a really scary video of two different frogs. So there's a green one and a red one singing No Scrubs in Harmony. That's I disgusting. hate it. I hate it. Is the harmony on point, though? As, like, hip-hop singing frog toys can be. Fair. Fair. So. Wait, who won? Did I win? With a score of five to three. Tracy Clayton is our winner. Woo! That's the crowd. It's not me. Woo! I don't have anything to say about this except for that I will redeem myself for the next quiz. I would also like to make a recommendation that I help you write the next quiz. <laughs> hey, whoa! I'm sure that's against somebody's rules somewhere. <laughs> Gotta be. Okoto, listen, you know, um, post-game interview, I just knew I had to come out strong, you know I'm what I'm saying? saying. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going up against a, a very formidable team and, um, you know, I just really wanted to come out here and do the best I could for my teammates and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm um, mm-hmm. looking forward to the next game. Uh, hey, uh, Eric Silver from the... Uh, Washington Gazette. Uh, <laughs> man, uh, you were talking about uh, Blink-182 up there. Like, how did you feel when you didn't get those points? Did you still think you could pull out the W? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I was a little bit dismayed, but I just knew I had to keep my head in the game because, um, you know, so much of, like, what you're able to do comes from the inside, not necessarily from the outside. So, you know, I just had to stay, you know, positive, keep my eyes on God, you know, think about my mama, and, uh, you know, it paid off in the end. So, um, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, Okoto, Okoto, Okoto. Hi. Okay, uh, Alphonse, Alphonse from the California newsletters. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, you really didn't get that win there. Can you tell me how the, how that feels? You know, I feel bad, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, we went out there, you know, I uh, I thought I knew uh, what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> I felt like... Um, you know, I have my head in the game, you know what I mean? But sometimes other people just play better than you. And mm, it's up mm. to you just go back to the That's drawing true. board and figure out what's next. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to come back. We're going to come back stronger, better than ever. So It sounds so sad. I feel a little bit. I'm here for that. I love that so much. All right, I'm going to pop out of here. Okay. So then Thank we're just you, gonna... Rick, the quiz master. Thanks. Woo! I like making quizzes. It's Yay. so good. I will go do that. Yeah, so Let's we're collab do... on the next one. <laughs> Let's not. You know what? This has been my 90s playlist. Before we go, we have one last segment called Put Me On. After I re-listen to No Scrubs a hundred billion thousand and three more times, what should I listen to next? You know, I'm a big Brandy fan. I've heard this about you. Yes. Brandy came out with an album a few weeks ago, Mm B7. I think it's a very pretty listen. Her vocal abilities are on full display. She got the the vocal layering. She got the harmonies. My favorite song on the album is one that came out last year called Love Again. And it's really great to have old Brandy music and new Brandy music. You know what it's like 
It's like when you think about a friend and you realize it's like your oldest friend that you've had from like elementary school. And it's mm-hmm. just like, wow, what a blessing to know somebody for this long that I still like. Oh, that's so cute. Right? That's true. Aww. That's true. Shout out to Brandy. Um, Shout out to Brandy. I'm excited to listen to this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it right now. I'm leaving. Bye. Okay. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we will be back next week to add yet another song to our mixtape here on My 90s Playlist. See you next week. Bye. playlist is a Sony Music Podcast. The show is hosted by me, Tracy Clayton, and Okoto Aforiata, and produced by Multitude. Our lead producer is Eric Silver, editor is Brandon Grugel, and executive producers are Tracy Clayton and Amanda McLaughlin. A special thank you to the artists, their managers, and everyone at Sony Music who made this podcast possible. For a full list of show credits, please visit My90sPlaylist.com. You can find a playlist of the songs from and inspired by our show by searching My 90s Playlist wherever you stream your music. And if you like the show, please hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. That is the best way to help us grow. Thanks for listening.